0: Chasing better, no matter where I go, I want you to know that I'm out here chasing better. I'm gonna take this far. Today is where I start. In my home, I'm better. Every day, I'm better. Can I say I'm better? I'm chasing better, better, better. In my life, I'm better.
1: Living dreams, I'm better. Do I? I'm chasing
0: better, 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 better. Hey everybody, this is Corey and you are listening to the Chasing Better Podcast. So excited to have everybody on today and listening. I cannot wait to introduce you to our guest, somebody who's been a friend for a number of years and uh, just been following her and she's uh really assisting a lot of people and grown her instagram following from like 13 to 4 million in like a month it's been awesome but uh really excited to have her on today and if you're new to to the podcast uh my name's cory and uh I'm, I'm just all about chasing the best version of yourself i wrote a book a few years ago called chasing better and um and that's exactly what it's all about so I decided a few months ago to uh get a podcast rolling and that's what we've got so uh, today I've got my uh, my good friend Jess Todrick on, and uh, Jess and I um, have known each other for a, a number of years, and she is uh, also in the uh, coaching space. For those of you that don't know, I'm a, I'm a coach. I, I deal primarily in, in health, and I know Jess and I were, were in the same business for a while, and now she does a few other things, but uh, just really excited for her and wanted to have you on. So Jess, uh, thanks for joining me today
1: oh my god no thank you for having me and for uh gosh just allowing me to have a voice I'm I love which I've you know big fan of yours I've been for years <laughs> I just love that you are uh you're taking this to podcasts and you're you're affecting and touching many lives so yeah
0: well uh you know we we've we've had a connection for you know a while I don't even know when you know it's funny if somebody were to ask like when it was yeah, yeah. I mean I think I've known who you are for a number of years but you know when we were involved in the same business I think that's kind of what brought us to uh brought us a little closer and and now you are, are branching out and you're uh, you're assisting a lot of people so uh yeah. for those that don't know who you are uh maybe just give us a little bit of uh cliff notes introduction um uh, into who you are jess is a, is a coach she uh Coaches women in lots of different uh, things, and I'll let her kind of get into all that. But uh, yeah, tell us your story. I just love to hear a little bit, and, and by way of context, before we gotta get into some value. And just by the way, just you know, giving away the ending before we even start, we're gonna talk a little about anxiety today because um, I know Jess and I have this in common, and we've you know I, I see some of the stuff she posts, and we've had conversations about this in the past. So. If you're someone that struggles a bit with that, we're going to have a conversation. But before we even get into that, so that you guys have some context about who you're listening to, uh, Jess, talk to us a little bit about your story and how you got to be where you're at right now.
1: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think the most important thing we should note about myself is that I'm a Canadian. So right there, I feel like it gives me extra points, right? Like Canadians are the kindest people in the world.
0: Sure. Um, yeah.
1: And, I'm and going they have look- bounties.
0: So that's cool too.
1: (laughs) And I'm going to apologize right now for saying that because that's what we do. We apologize for everything. So, um, you know what, there's nothing, I say this a lot and I get a lot of flack for this, but really there is nothing special about me other than being a normal, regular girl who just has a desire to use her life, right. For a purpose that is really bigger than mine. And that's, that's my heart. That's how I lead. I try to lead with love and with grace. I'm not perfect at it. Um, but you know, you, you know, we've been in the same, uh, coaching space for, for me, it's, I don't know how long you've been doing it. You've been doing it longer than I have, but for me, it was about three and a half years and it was absolutely my rocket, you know, my launching pad to, um, where I am now. And there's no stopping here because it will change, I'm sure. But, um, you know, I just, it, it, it kind of propelled me to a place where, um, I knew for the rest of my life, I wanted to invest it in other people and coaching is really, really the best place because you know, we're not, we're not experts in anything other than the fact that we love people and we lead, we lead with that. And, and, uh, I think that's what, that's what kind of launches everything, but um, you know, here in Dallas with my kids and my husband. And, uh, we just, we just aim every day to, to make each day important. We try to make each day as if it's our last. And we try to lead with, uh, with putting others first and loving and and accomplishing what God put us on earth to do. And that's, that's my choice every day when my feet hit the floor is I try to make each day as if it's going to be my last. And I try to bring everyone along with me. (laughs) So that's my heart as yeah. a coach and uh, as a person yeah
0: great you know and, and for those of you that don't if you're not following her you should you know um instagram is uh definitely a, a platform that that she is on and adding a lot of value uh, on a daily basis and you know jess you're you know you're so real and raw you you share your life your kids you freaking cry you you laugh you <laughs> you know you just you, you have fun and and i don't really feel like there's a whole lot that uh you kind of leave out and you really talk about things that are, are real and what what is happening. And there's just a lot of crazy, um, you know, in the world and, and you're really leading well through that. Um, so let's talk about that. You know, we were in a, you know, a similar space and working with a similar company. I still am, am there and you kind of made the decision to, um, to branch out and, and uh, coach uh, women. I want, I want to talk about that because I think there's a lot of people that find themselves you know at a, at a crossroads, you know, I, I remember I was there you know several years ago, I was pastoring and helping people and felt that I was supposed to be helping people in a different way and I think that maybe the the circumstances may be a little different, but we went through very similar things uh, mm-hmm. in the last um, few months, and I, I love the comparison of just seasons you know i don 't I don't look back over my shoulder and regret. The, the season I was just in, I'm, I'm just looking forward to living out and enjoying the season that I have now. I kind of compare it to um, somebody who still has their Christmas lights up and it's, and it's April. It's like, <laughs> listen, at some point, take the flipping things down. Like you're missing out on the awesome things that spring has by still living yeah. in the past of what you wish was still the case now. And, and, and so, you know, I, I know that you had mentioned this, that you're, you know, what we did at together, months ago propelled you to, to where you're at, but, but why make that change? And, and, and why specifically, um, are you in this space where you, cause I correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you're specifically coaching female. Uh, yes. why?
1: Yeah. So I, so here's the thing prior to even being a health coach at the time in the, in the wellness field, um, I grew up with a very big scarcity mindset very huge victim mentality i never i never if i'm gonna be honest weirds me out the word dreaming kind of weirds me out still and i'm overcoming that but i did like my biggest dream as a teenager was to be able to pay my bills kind of on time like that was the extent of my dreaming i didn't see um anybody chasing better (laughs) I just saw everybody. That's a great title for a book, by the way. It, it's, it's a pretty good book. Yeah, I would recommend it for sure. I don't know who wrote it, but um, <sighs> good stuff in that one.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> um, that was my, that was me. I was in a constant state of survival mode. So, so dreaming for me was um, irrelevant and kind of, I kind of, in a victim on people who had dreams. I was like, just pay your bills and try to not cause trouble. That was my dreaming. And then I entered this wellness company that changed my life. And I don't say that uh, to be dramatic. It gave me permission to dream and confront myself. And uh, the mentors that I had um, are a huge part of where I am today. So when I say don't despise small beginnings or seasons, I look back on that season and I say, it was really the launching pad to where God really was trying to uh, bring me here today. And it allowed me to dream and and stuff like that. But, you know, I focus as a life coach specifically on purpose. So my heartbeat is to empower and help awaken people to their God-given purpose. And the reason is because I felt like I had none. I felt like for the for my whole life up until this point, my purpose was to try to pay my bills on time and not cause trouble. I had no clue God had a bigger purpose for me or what that even looked like. Uh, forget dreaming and you know I would make vision boards, but they all revolved around not being broke. And uh, I never thought that there would be fulfillment outside of that. And listen, my dream is still not to be broke, so I'm not <laughs> discounting that. I think it's important to to thrive in that area, but. there was a sense towards the end of my wellness career where I was kind of becoming a little bit unsatisfied. And sometimes I think that happens when seasons are about to change. You think about the, the season of autumn, the leaves start to die and they start to fall on the ground to make way for winter and then winter's over and then you have the breaking of spring. And that's what life is. Sometimes it's just all about seasons. And so you shouldn't despise which season you're in because it means a new one is coming. That's kind of where I found myself Um, At the end of my wellness career and all it was was just God, you know, showing me there's a new season here. And so I kind of went on this really angry quest. (laughs) So upset because I knew the, the wellness field was coming to an end. I was kind of getting dissatisfied with that frustrated. It wasn't growing where I wanted it to grow, although I had a great business. I just felt like there was more and that's all, that's the best I can explain it. I just felt like there was more and it was very frustrating not to be able to see what that more was. Mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of went on a three month hiatus of doing nothing, just kind of resting and uh, being angry, (laughs) a rank, angry rest is what I was in. And uh, it really allowed me that time to kind of seek God and really just pray kind of reclaim my relationship back with him that I kind of felt like I, you know, disowned a little bit and uh, allowed him to kind of just speak to me. And uh, long story short, I really felt him leading me towards life coaching. And I kind of got that vision for it in a dream. And I know this sounds weird. I'm going to scare your audience, but I actually had a dream about life coaching Backstory: I have no idea. I had no idea at the time what a life coach was. I thought it was some made-up millennial job, <laughs> honestly. So I had to Google it the next morning, and then when I when I kind of read up on what a life coach was, I felt this unwavering peace kind of wash over me. So I kind of quit, you know, that 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 season of life, um, and entered into this new one. And, and here I am now, kind of walking, definitely walking in my purpose, feeling fulfilled. And really, at the end of the day, my purpose is to help awaken the purpose in others. So that's what I do uh, all day, every day. And it's Absolutely. the best. I love that. And, and you help
0: you help ladies specifically with all kinds of things, you know, uh, marital, marital issues, intimacy issues, purpose, finance. I mean, you kind of, anybody that's got an issue or something that they want to move forward in an area that they want to awaken, you can help them.
1: That's, that's exactly it. So yeah, my heartbeat is to awaken purpose, but I've helped clients, you know, they have anger, you know, especially in this quarantine time. So many moms are just, you know, their kids are with them all the time. So a lot of moms are finding, you know, a lot of frustrating, you know, so just helping people in any area they want breakthrough and to be unstuck in.
0: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I I think that that's such a a necessary thing. And you know, I'll even, when I first began doing our business, I remember I had a conversation and this, I think would apply to any person that, could be in the process of hiring a coach, whether it's for health or whether it's for uh, life or anything is, you know, the, the reason that I got involved in, and I'm still doing what I do today is because uh, if I could have done it on my own, I would have. Right. And um, I think there, there are people that are missing a lot of things in life and they've strived mm-hmm. for so long to try to create it for themselves and they just can't. And so, um, right bumping up against the same roadblock over and over and over again. And it's sometimes so important to have someone that's completely removed from the situation that you're in, the conflict that you're facing and just help you not avoid it, but go through it so that you can come out on the other side of it. And and that's really what you do. You kind of guide people through the mountains that are in their life. And, um, right. Like if I was going to, if I was going to try to climb Mount Everest without a guide, I'd be dead. Uh, I'd probably done right. with the guide, honestly, but at least <laughs> I would have someone there with me, which is great.
1: Right. Well, I I look at like even what you do, right, as a coach. And like, so there's free value anywhere. You can get free value on YouTube, you can get free value anywhere, and that's great. But I kind of see it as um empty carbs. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll fill you up for a second, but you'll be hungry later, right? And, but there's something that happens when you invest in a full course meal when you just, and so that's what I see a coach as not an expert, not, not a guru of anything, but somebody who you, you've invested in because you're, um, you're valuable. You see yourself as valuable enough to make the investment in. And so, yeah, you're right. You know, I get value all the time. That's free, but I have a coach as well. And I think that's what makes the difference is investing in yourself, in somebody, you know, towards somebody else who can really help you see those blind spots, because you're right. If you could have done it, you would have done it. And and sometimes it's just a matter of being willing to say, yeah, I have blind spots and I need somebody else to partner alongside me to help me uncover them. So I see the same thing in what you do. And that's, that's the investment of a coach is people are way more likely to succeed in their goals when they actually take on a coach to help them get through it.
0: Um. You know, it's interesting, is you know, there's a there's a ton of great value podcast books and you know free resources that that are out there, the, the ed Milettes and the you know people out there that are just offer a ton of free value. The difference between doing that and having a coach is that you know when you get on these podcasts, you are listening to them talk. When you have a coach; they're making you talk. Yeah, um, and exactly. you're getting personal with the stuff that's that's really going on in your life and. I think one one of the greatest things that a good coach is going to help you realize is that you know, I think sometimes the best coach that you you're ever going to have is yourself, and and uh, and, a, and a great coach is going to truly help you awaken that. I, I love just reading about you know some of the most exceptional athletes in the world. You know, Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods and Serena Williams and all these people have high level coaches, not just one but multiple yeah. people to ex- to help them excel. Um, yeah, I think there's people that you know they're not, they're not focusing up. They're kind of like you, you know, mentioned that you're just kind of maybe in that scarcity space. And so you need someone to help you get you out of that space. But even if life's going great and you are just absolutely kicking ass right now, ask yeah. your need coaches too. Well, yes. So. You know. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So yeah. switching gears a little bit, because now that people know a little about you, you don't know, want to talk, you know, for 15, 20 minutes about just anxiety, but uh, listen, there's a lot of craziness going on in our world. And uh, for those of you that don't know, um, Jessica, uh, is it your fa- your father African American?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's Bahamian. My mom's uh, Italian.
0: Okay, so so you you kind of are in an interesting space in this racial climate that you um, you're, you're biracial. Yeah, yeah. So what 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 are some of your thoughts? Because I know that I've, I've followed some of your your, your posts on this. And we just live in a, in a very Uh, trying time and and I'm sure that there have been seasons of your life that you have felt discrimination you felt um, just anger from people for something that you didn't even do Um, what what are some of your words in this crazy um, climate that we live in in regards to equality today yeah
1: yeah I you know I was I was just talking about this with my girlfriend. Literally, I woke up this morning with kind of like a a, being annoyed (laughs) a little bit if I'm honest. Kind of like, where okay, is everybody that showed up with their black squares, you know, a couple months ago, are they still doing the work? Are Mm. they still doing the work that they said they would do? Or is it gonna take another earth shattering, you know, thing for people to wake up again? And I thought, you know what, that's not my place to decide. Mm -hmm. It's not my place to decide how people show up. I don't get to decide how and when they show up, even though I'd like to. Um, That's self-centered on my part. And so what it all boils down to at the end of the day, my belief is what happens at home. So I was very, very um, privileged in the sense where I had a white mom and a black dad. And my black dad never, ever made me uh, you know, I, in, a, in a lot of ways, I felt like a victim <laughs> in sense financially and stuff like that. But that was also probably because he was black, and he did have a little bit of a harder time, you know, getting to places where other people would excel in. So I, I don't disregard that there is a real issue there. Um, and, and we struggled, but he never made me as a human, he always elevated me up, as a human. So I don't struggle with confidence in that regard. I don't struggle with knowing my worth in that regard. Um, And so I think what happens at home is what's going to be what makes the change, how we teach our kids. My kids are, are very Caucasian looking, you know, when I go to Target, with my kids, I always get these stares, like, are you the nanny? Like, what's, what's the relationship here? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's always, at first it was kind of annoying. Now it's like, man, it's, if you just show grace to people and educate them, you know, and teach your kids at home, you know, how to love and how to see people, you know, that don't look like them and see the human heart. I really think that's where it starts. We can do lots of important social justice things. And I think that is needed. I think change needs to happen, but the best change, the most permanent change is going to be how you show up at home with your kids when nobody's looking and how they overhear your conversations in the car with your spouse, how they hear you, you know, how they see you push the cart back at target, you know, all those things and how you treat other people. Um, the human condition is the same regardless of color. I think it's going to matter how you treat people at home.
0: So I'm about to break the rules, but I can because it's my dang podcast, and I know that you can't be president because you were born in Canada. For, from I'm, you're born in Canada, right? So you, I could
1: be president if I want to, for sure. Okay,
0: yeah, of course. But I don't know. The, <laughs> yeah. So because you you write the rules, but according to the Constitution, a person has to be born in United States for all this stuff, right? So right. Here's the deal. You're president for the day, okay? Yeah. What are some things that you're gonna do? Because here's the deal. I we I think we can. I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to point at what's happening in our world and realize that it's broken and messed up. Um, I think where a lot of people, like, we, how do we fix it? Uh, what, are, what are some things that you would do or that you would begin the process of doing to help move forward so that we are, are making progress to make life better for everybody? Mm.
1: I don't know if if I don't know if if anyone's gonna like this answer, but I'm gonna say it anyways because it's the first thing that popped in my heart. Um, I'd put God back in the schools. I put God. I think it's. I think the human condition is really a spiritual condition, and at the end of the day, I think it's it's a lack of uh, a lack of love. And I think the best love we can get is gonna be the one that comes from our Creator. And I think having removed Him um, leaves us to our own human devices. So I think a lot of a lot of hatred that we see, uh, black people experience or the LGBTQ, all the people who are hurting other people, um, whatever the issue is, it's a human condition. And, uh, it really is a sp- spiritual remedy. And I, I would put God back in the schools. I would implement, I would implement that. And that's not going to be a popular answer, but then again, I'm not a popular kid. So I'm yeah. gonna say what I and, and that
0: was, you know, here's the deal. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a I think that's even part of the issue, right? It's, it's a complicated issue. Um, and yeah. it's, I don't feel like this is one of these things that anyone can expect to, to change, um, overnight and, uh, teaching people how to not hate is something that I don't think anybody could snap fingers and yes. make somebody different. You know, it, it takes yeah. time and a whole mess ton of grace, uh, Yeah.
1: Well, there's, there's, there is legitimate rules and I think laws that need to be implemented. And if I was a lawmaker, if I was, if I was even remotely interested in politics, I probably have way better um, answers, but I just don't, Mm -hmm. you know, but I do, but I don't disregard the fact that there are some, I mean, you know, from what I gathered, you know, the police force, I think there's definitely things that need to be changed in, in that area, um, but I'm not an expert in any of that stuff. So I, I, sure. I'm careful not to, not to put my views. That's the thing. I think there's a lot of people who are uneducated who are talking freely. And so I'm very careful. If I'm not educated in an area, I'm not going to go and, you know, blab my mouth on things I don't <laughs> know what I'm talking about. Um, but I think that there are definitely some changes that need to be made. Yeah, uh, and I think that we, we have to, we have to hold people to a high lawmakers to a higher standard, but in my, in my viewpoint, it's going to be a spiritual standard.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get that. And I, I appreciate your answer. I, um, I, I, these are, you know, immensely complicated issues and this is why it's so important to, to get out there and, and to vote yeah. to, um, and to, to enact change so that this yeah. can be a great place, not just for a select few, but truly for anybody that is willing to yeah. um, put in the work to, to change their life fully understanding. And this is, I think, is, is the big part of the problem. You know, I had this reality a couple of weeks ago. I was driving in downtown Lexington and I saw these uh, little African-American kids out on the street and I had my two girls in the back seat. And I said, you know what, here's the, here's the problem. Problem is, can those two little girls, that we drove past in the inner city of Lexington, can they be successful? Sure. right. But my two girls have a much greater chance of success. Absolutely. Because of their their money, because of the color of their skin, they just do. And so that's, I think, what a lot of people are are looking at changing. It's not, of course, every person is responsible for their own life. But at the end of the day, there are people that are given a greater chance of success because of their gender or because of their race or because of what they believe in. And that's what I think people are wanting to change.
1: Yeah, well, I had that same thought myself in, in, a, in a field where I thought I should be way further ahead. You know, and I, I'd be lying if I didn't have that thought. I'm a female and I'm, I'm not white. Um, so I thought I, you know, four years into a business, I thought I should have been way further ahead and I'd be wrong. You know, I'd be lying if I didn't think maybe I had a couple things stacked against me compared to other people, you know, uh, you know, of course you got to do the work, (laughs) you know, outside of that. But I'm saying I wonder. I, you know, I always have that question. I wonder if, if I wasn't a female and if I wasn't black, if I'd be further along, I think, but at the end of the day, I think. Every person, regardless of color, needs to see themselves as a victor, not a victim. Although there are cases where there's a lot more stacked against us. And I don't yeah. disregard that. Um, but man, if you start seeing yourself, it really depends how you start seeing yourself and how and how you, you walk. Because I think you, you hold your head up a little higher when you believe that you, you, you're you worth more. And you might have to work a little harder. 100% we do. Um, but you're not going to have even more against you if you start seeing yourself as a victim on top of that. Yeah.
0: So we're almost out of time and I, I want to just give you a chance, um, and not so much for, for us to have a discussion about this, but for you just to kind of maybe set the ball up on the proverbial tee for you for a second. Um, we, we, you know, we, we talked a little about race stuff. We, we've, um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of people are anxious. You, you mentioned earlier moms that are now, trying to figure out how to work and be a good wife and be a teacher and um, just so much happening. And there's a lot of people that are right now dealing with a good good portion of anxiety and just feels like the task and the life and the responsibility that they have been tasked to carry, whether by their own choosing or in a lot of cases by Two choices that they didn't even make. Nobody out here chose coronavirus, but it's a, it's a, we all have to carry. Right. The person that's out there right now that is just dealing with a lot of anxiety, feeling like they're not enough. I, I, you know, I hear you, you know, I watch your social media and you talk a lot about that, about how you're enough about you, you are enough to the person out there, to the ladies and even the guys that are listening in that feel a lot of weight and a lot of pressure and a lot of anxiety and they just feel like they just can't take another step. Yeah. What would you say to them today?
1: Yeah. Well, I would say you're not alone. I think th- there's millions of us that feel, and that should be, that should be reassuring enough that you're not alone. I think the biggest trap is to, is, you know, when anxiety comes is that you feel really alone I mean you can't breathe. You know, I've had many anxiety attacks <laughs> this, uh, these last few months and, um, It makes you feel like you're backed into a corner. So knowing that there are millions of others experiencing the same way is, is in a sense, very liberating. I would give yourself, and you know, we hear this all the time, give yourself grace. What does that even look like? Well, sometimes it just means you, it's okay. Give yourself permission, permission to lay in bed if you need to, right? Give yourself permission to cry. I think we all feel like we need to like get up and rise up and be strong, yeah that's that I agree with that, but sometimes we need to just be human and cry if we need to cry or yell if you need to. you know, I remember at the beginning of this quarantine, I lost my ever loving mind on all the humans in my house. I couldn't handle it, and I walked out of my house, bawled my eye went to go sit in my car, and just cried and just cried and cr- for like an hour, an hour straight, and I felt you know I, I felt like man that I'm losing it, you know I'm losing it, and that was actually what I needed because I walked back in with a game plan, like this is what needs to happen. And sometimes we just need permission to just be a human and, uh, and, and that's okay, you know? So have your cry, have your yell, but tomorrow get back up, mm-hmm. you make a game plan. I think action, and you, you know this, we preach this all the time, the, the antidote for discouragement, and I, I would say anxiety um, is action, coming up with a game plan that you need so that you can guard your heart, guard your peace. And, uh, that, that's at least for me, that's kind of, you know, what I've, I've had to have some kind of action and planning so that I don't lose my mind. Cause I'm no good to anybody if I'm constantly on the verge of losing it. So a, a, an action plan really, really helps me. I also have a coach myself. So when I feel like I can't get the words processed, I, I reach out to my coach and, and she helps me see my blind spots and there's so much value in having an accountability partner.
0: You know, I've never in my life met a person that enjoys anxiety. Yeah. I've never met someone. It's like a, I don't know the, the, the drug people, you know, people are are big into, you know, CBD and edibles and things like that. What's all that supposed to do? Make you, make you calm. There's a lot of people that are just chasing the, the feeling of calm and the feeling of like the way that there's no, there is nobody that's going out there looking for opportunities to be more anxious.
1: Oh yeah. There's more we, than
0: we enough all, already. Yeah, we, we all have that. So um I think it's important to be able to have someone to to talk to about this. So uh last thing, Jess, if there's people that are out there listening, like, man, I really feel like I can uh I can relate to her. Uh, how can people find you? And if somebody wants to have a conversation about maybe doing some coaching with you, how would I how would they go about it?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty active uh, on Instagram. So I'm just at my name at Jess Toderick, J-E-S-S-T-O-D-R-Y-K. Or if you have um, a need or a goal that you're trying to accomplish, you can shoot me an email at jesstodrick at gmail.com. It's pretty simple.
0: Great. Well, I just really encourage you to to, to reach out and if if, if nothing else, go follow her on, on Instagram. She gives a lot of free value, but I really would encourage you to have a conversation. As far as I know, like if somebody wants to do like a consult, like there's no cost to that at all. They like, can have a consult oh, about yeah. uh, how, how they can help and, and if they want to move forward, they can, but it's, it's, a, it's a free conversation.
1: Free conversation just to see if we're fit. And if I can help you, uh, I will. If not, I will absolutely point you to somebody who can.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Jess, for your time. Appreciate your friendship. And um, thanks for hanging out with me for a little bit.
1: Thanks, Corey. Love y'all. All right, hey guys! This has
0: been the Chasing Better podcast. If this added any value to you, uh, I highly suggest that you share it with somebody. Maybe go to my uh, to our page, and uh, we're, we're anywhere that you find podcasts. On uh, uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're all the places where you can find a podcast. You can find the Chasing Better podcast. So. Uh, subscribe and give us all the high ratings share let some other people know about what we do we just want to come and add value as often as we possibly can until the next time go continue chasing hard after being the best version of yourself and we will see you next time right here at the chasing better podcast see everybody See no more fears or move by peers. I dry my tears, cause I'm right here see i'm singing and dancing loving outlasting striving providing i widen my horizon, chasing better chasing better i'm chasing better chasing better i'm chasing better better i'm chasing better' chasing better I'm chasin better. chasing better i'm chasin better. chasing better i'm chasin better. chasing better, I'm chasin better. Chasing better. I'm chasin